0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the premiere of the Gaming Temple Podcast. I am your host, Riso 2. Here, we'll be discussing different games that have come out in the past month and what's coming out in the next month. We'll also be doing the Game of the Month and a Streamer of the Month. We'll also be doing streamer interviews. So sit back, relax, and game on. Well, let's start off with the games that came out this past March most popular games have been Gran Turismo 7, Triangle Strategy, WWE 2K22. Um, a lot of people were excited about the re-release of Grand Theft Auto 5. I believe it was a remaster. Tunic. A lot of Persona fans were invested in the Persona 4 Arena Ultimax, which was going to be a fighting game style. And then, of course, you had... Tiny Tina's Wonderlands for all the Borderlands fans out there, and then we have the Kirby and the Forgotten Land, which has been very popular, along with Ghostwire Tokyo, I've heard a lot of great things about this game, I um, can't wait to play it, and then of course you know we have the Death Stranding Director's Cut that just came out um, at the end of the month, so we have some pretty popular games here, um, We have, a lot of them come out on Xbox, PC, um, Playstation 5, uh, Nintendo Switch. So, looking forward to a lot of these games, to play a lot of these games, and I've been seeing a lot of these games being played on Twitch, um, especially lately Triangle Strategy and um, Kirby. Those are a lot of the games that have been really popular as of late. I have not seen Tina's Wonderlands yet, but I have heard people been playing it, and so I'm very excited to, you know, even to just play some of these games. Um, I've heard lots of great reviews for um, Ghostwire Tokyo. I was seeing some play through, some people had, you know, got the special edition where they could get it before everybody else saw it. So, that was really nice. And then, of course, you know, we had the anticipated WWE 2K22 for all wrestling fans out there. Um, with the highly disappointed WWE 2K20, um, I actually had played that, gotten it, didn't know about the glitches until afterwards because um, when I got it it was like a year after it had came out but the um, new 2 22 is a lot better. I mean of course it's still, it's still fresh so there's still some bugs, but it's a lot better a lot more a lot of better flow than the last game. I'll say that. Um, with triangle's strategy, I have not played it myself, but I have seen a lot of people been playing it and they they talk, they have good things to say about it. Um, it's a lot going into it like it is a strategy game so you know it's different so definitely want to go ahead and check that out I do recommend it Um, Gran Turismo 7 I haven't played a Gran Turismo game since Gran Turismo 3 let's be honest Um, great but it's a great racing game has a lot of of more new features this year Um, a lot more cars and you know it's a racing game if you like racing games Um, so and then the mass talked about since, especially since it just came out near the end of the month, is Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Um, big Kirby fans out there, um, especially for especially those Nintendo fans, um, it's a lot going on with it. Um, I've seen some playthrough. Um, just and it's great to just see Kirby, you know, back. I know there was a game that came out not too long ago for a Kirby, but this is gotten a lot of popularity. So, and it's definitely just exclusive to Nintendo, of course. Um, so let's get into the ratings of some of these games. Um, with Gran Turismo, um, Metacritic rating of 87, and that's just on the PlayStation. That's on PlayStation 5. Um, WWE 2K22, you're looking at, um, you got 76 for PlayStation 5, 78 for, um, Xbox and then Triangle Strategy has an uh, 82 rating uh, then we have Caribbean and Forgotten Land has 85 T- Tiny Tina's Wonderlands is um, has a 74 on PlayStation and 75 on Xbox uh, Tokyo I'm sorry Ghostwire Tokyo has a 75 on PlayStation and 79 on PC Um, So these games are really doing good There's not a low rating on any of the games I named Um, The Persona 4 Arena Ultimax I'm on PlayStation, it's an 81 Nintendo Switch is 82 And PC is 81 So it's really neck and neck on all um, gaming platforms So you're looking at those I would definitely want to check those out And then if there's any games that I missed that You know you want to see that you want to talk, have me talk about? Just let me know in the comments, and there will be an email um, attached that you can send, or you can follow us on our Instagram page or our Twitter account, and let me know what you think. Now, for the games coming up in this month of April, we have LEGO Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga, uh, the Show Twenty Two uh, NBA, or I'm sorry, NBL. And then you have Chrono Cross, uh, new Chrono Cross coming out. That's going to be worthwhile. Um, looks like they're releasing um, Star Wars: The Force Unleashed um, on the Switch. Um, I played the Star Wars: Force Unleashed. That was one of my favorite games um, growing up. So, and I'm definitely a Star Wars fan. So, we got some pretty big games coming out for the month of April. So Star Wars is coming out near the end of April. And then, of course, you have um, Star Wars, the Lego Star Wars coming out um, more so the beginning of this month and along with um, the show 22 and Chrono Cross. So, you know, go ahead and pick those up. I know I'm going to pick up the Lego Star Wars Skywalker saga. I have to big Star Wars fan. I mean this is the gaming temple off the Jet uh the Jedi temple. So um and let's get into our next segment, shall we? Here we are at the interview section of our podcast today. And we have uh, Twitch streamer Ash. Hi. How are, How are you today?
1: I'm doing very well. How are you?
0: I'm alright. Uh well um uh, Once again, I am I am Riso too. So, um, and then Ash, if you'd like to introduce yourself and about um your stream. Sure, my
1: name is Ash. Said hi, and I broadcast on on Twitch.tv slash Ash said hi, and on my channel I usually play a lot of Nintendo games, a lot of retro games, and I love connecting with people through the joy of that nostalgia i've been broadcasting on twitch since march of 2019 and in about i would say maybe just over over about a year or so was when i became partner and and then a few months later i became twitch ambassador which i didn't really think was gonna happen like i kind of just applied like and then forgot about it but You know, um, I really loved what I was doing and I really love focusing on retro games. I love meeting people in the retro community. Um, You know, I've created a team and we've done a lot of charity work. And, you know, I've been featured on a billboard in Times Square. I've been like on a TV show for NBC Peacock and Done a lot of really amazing and incredible things, you know, all through uh, Twitch and and people finding me or me finding the right people. So, it's been quite an experience, and I'm glad to be doing it.
0: Wow, you've done a lot in your uh in your Twitch career. I didn't uh I didn't know about the show on
1: Peacock. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did a show um for NBC Peacock, um their streaming service called Frogger. And it was cool, like the way that they found me was uh, the week that I was announced as a Twitch ambassador. I was on the front page of Twitch for about a week and um, somebody found me and messaged me via Instagram and said, hey, we found you because of Twitch and we have this show coming out it's about, you know, video game and would you like to audition? And at first I was like, no, I don't want to audition for this because I had seen an email for the show and I knew that it was like a show based on physical activity. And I am probably (laughs) not, not like the most like you know, like a strong person out there. So I was like, uh, no, I don't want to do this. This. (laughs) But then I was like, all right, fine. You know what? Maybe it'll be a good experience. Maybe it'll be fun or whatever. And I mean, I didn't really think that they would pick me when I did the the interview process. But lo and behold, they they called me back and they were like, yeah, you know, we want you to, you know, pack up, get ready for this date. And then I was shipped off to Australia and had a really oh, good wow. experience. Yeah, it was pretty fun.
0: So what is the show called? Frogger. Frogger? Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm definitely going to be looking for that now because I do have Peacock, so. Nice. All right. So, and then, like, you said you started streaming in 2019. Yeah. And in 2022, you already made Partner and you... um are an ambassador for twitch yeah that's incredible yeah um, yeah it's
1: pretty cool um you know like i said i didn't think like because when you apply for ambassador um at this point in time and previously they would allow anyone to apply for ambassador but at this point in time you're, you're you can only be eligible if you are um if you're a partner so I applied for partner and, um, you know, I didn't get it the first time, but then the second time I got it and then I found out from somebody else, like I had just saw them around Twitch through like the circles that I had frequented and saw them with the ambassador badge. And I was like, Oh, what's an ambassador? And they were like, Oh yeah, you should totally apply uh this is this this and i like when you go to the ambassador page to apply it doesn't give you any like credentials of what they're looking for or anything like that it just kind of says you know we're looking for people who represent the platform well you know bleed purple and um are like you know good role models for the switch community and things like that so I was like, hey, you know, let me try. And then I signed up for it. Like I filled out the application and then I just honestly really forgot that I had even done it. And then a few months later, they contacted me and was like, hey, we'd like you to join the program. And I was super stoked. You know, I was really, really, really happy. So anything that I can do to help promote and uh, share the retro community and people who play retro video games on Twitch, I, I try to bring, know shed some light to so yeah it's really 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 cool to be a part of that program
0: all right that that is absolutely awesome definitely congratulations to you on that and all your accomplishments that you um that you have done all right so let's go ahead and get to the into the q a part of this uh, interview um and let's uh see here we go uh so what what's your favorite game of all time
1: Oh man, it's such a tough question because there's so many good games out there and then there's like so many games that I feel like, well, I haven't played this or I haven't finished this yet, so it's hard for me to answer, but if I was like stuck on a desert island and I had to only choose one game to play the rest of my life, I think I would probably pick Breath of the Wild because it's a game that... Well, first of all, I really love Zelda. That's probably my favorite franchise, my favorite uh, intellectual property. And I feel like that no matter every time you play that game, you could play that game a hundred times and always get a different result. And I love that even after all these years, I think the game has been out like five years. I have hundreds of hours in the game. I haven't explored every single part of the map. Like I haven't found all the Korok seeds. So clearly, it takes a long time to like you know find everything and figure everything out, which I really like. And I just love you know the physics aspect, and I love um, you know like just how fun it is. It's just a really fun game. I love collecting, so you know like collecting all like the the ingredients and and cooking and all that kind of stuff. It's like it's really cool. So I really love Breath of the Wild. <laughs>
0: That's good. So I guess you're you're planning on getting a sequel when it comes out.
1: Absolutely. I think when they announced it on E3, like, I shed a tear. I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. This is awesome. So I'm really looking forward to it.
0: All right. So next question. Uh, What's a game that you thought you liked but actually hated?
1: Oh, that's a really good question. Um, A game that I thought that I would like, but I really, really, really hated. Um, Oh man, I was not prepared for something like this. Okay, (laughs) because that's the thing. It's like, I feel like in today's realm, like of how many games we have at our disposal, if you find or come across a game that is not fun, like you can just like ditch it right away and there's something else to play immediately, mm-hmm. you know? So it's right. like uh you know um if i if i don't play something i'm not enjoying it, like cuz that's the thing for me especially on twitch. If i'm not having fun, i'm not going to play this game. You know? I just don't have time. I don't have the time. <laughs> there's too many games on the backlog in order for me to like be stuck on something that I don't like. Um... Sheesh. All right. Let me think about that one. We'll come back to that one.
0: All right. That's fine. Uh, Let's see. So what's a, what's a game that you didn't expect to enjoy, but end up liking?
1: Oh, Morrowind. I thought that I was going to feel super overwhelmed with that game because I am not, like I don't like playing games that are non-linear and I thought that because that there were like you know so many different things to do so many different side quests and just the fact that you don't have to stick to the main quest I felt like I would feel overwhelmed and honestly I don't like I've been playing it on the GOG channel for a few weeks now and I really fell in love with it and I love that it's not really that you could get lost doing all the side quests and then forget about the main quest is that you can do the main quest whenever you want and if you decide that you don't want to you could go off on an on a separate adventure or along the adventure you can find like a mini adventure and then come back so it's Really, really fun in that way where it feels kind of like real life, you know, oh, and wow. like you have to travel in real time. So I, I thought that that was like such a great aspect. And I love like all the different characters, the dialogue, the story, even though the story is somewhat complicated with all the names and all the lands and like all the people. And I'm just like, sometimes it goes a little bit over my head, but it's, it's really a fun experience.
0: Oh, that sounds good. I have yet to play because that's Elder Elder Scrolls, right?
1: That's correct.
0: Okay, yeah, I've I've yet to play any of that. I've I've seen a lot of gameplay for it.
1: Mm-hmm. It
0: looks it looks exciting It looks interesting, but it's at the same time, it's like is this really a game for me? But you make that's me interested good. in it.
1: It's really fun. I think you'd like it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. At least try it. Okay, and I figured out an answer to your previous question. I don't know how I didn't think of this. (laughs) Okay. And I know I might get a lot of hate for it. Kingdom Hearts. I really, (laughs) really wanted to like it. I tried to play it and I cannot stand it. I really do not like it. Because it's just so convoluted. Like, (laughs) I really wanted to play it. I started to broadcast it. And I obviously love a lot of the Disney movies and IP included in the franchise. And especially being that Tron is in the second one and stuff like that. Like, I really wanted to like it, but I found it boring. I found it, like, like complicated. Like, I got lost. And it just didn't, like, the gummy bear ship thing feels like... <laughs> Like, it's, does it doesn't feel intuitive. Like, it, it feels so disjointed as a game. And the story just feels like one of those, like, super complicated Final Fantasy dramas <laughs> that you're just like, I'm trying to wrap my head around the story and how this makes sense, and I just can't figure it out. So that, that would be the answer to that.
0: All right. So did you start with the first game?
1: Yes, I did.
0: Okay. Yeah. I, I, the, the story... The story is convoluted it really is um i started playing it um i actually started playing it when i did um when i streamed for 24 hours for um why can't i think of this organization extra life
1: okay gotcha
0: (laughs) i streamed for 24 hours and that was the first time i played kingdom hearts but i mean i can i do agree that it's like really it can get really complicated in what you need to do what you're supposed to do but I'm like still interested, to, but but then there's so many, there's like and so many games that tie in and that you would have to and that you have to play because you just can't play Kingdom Hearts one, two, three, and you're done. You have to play um all the other games that weave into and make sense for everything. So yeah. I I can understand um not uh, <laughs> not uh, the, the not liking it part.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's just it just wasn't fun and I wanted to like it especially being that you know there's so many characters in there that I care about, you know? But whatever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Let's see. On to next. Let's see. I think you kind of answered this question already. Um but I'm let's see. But we'll see. Uh, what game have you spent the most hours on?
1: Oh, okay. That is a good question. What game have I spent the most hours on. Okay. So it's probably going to be either Breath of the Wild or Animal Crossing New Leaf. Not New Horizons, New Leaf. Oh, wow. Because New Leaf Being that that was 3DS, I would play it every day. I would have played along my commute. Um, I would play it with friends. And like we would meet up and just go and hang out and get like bubble tea and food and then just sit and play for hours together. And I really loved Animal Crossing. It's one of my favorite, favorite games. I haven't had a chance to play the newer one as much. But, yeah, the DS one, the 3DS one, oh, my God, I loved that game.
0: Yeah, I see a lot of Animal Crossing. I, I have yet to pick it up. I thought about getting New Horizon, um, but I just haven't done anything. I do need to do more Nintendo games because I've been stuck on um, Persona 5 yeah. for, like, the last year.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so... I need I definitely need to get more Nintendo games.
1: Yeah. Right, definitely. So. I mean, I feel like they're such joyful experiences, you know. Like sometimes I feel like frustrated when I hear like people say, like, oh, Nintendo's for kids, or Nintendo this, like, you know, it's not for me, or whatever. It's like, I feel like Nintendo has a game for everybody. Mm-hmm. So you never know. You never know. You might be like, oh, this game is like. Lame or whatever, and then you start playing it for a little while. You're like, you know, nine hours later, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: definitely, definitely. Uh, let's see. So, what was the first game you ever remember playing? Um.
1: Okay, the first game I probably ever played was either original Legend of Zelda on NES or uh dragon warrior on the nes which is you know dragon quest one and those games um you know obviously those games belong to my parents my mother and father uh my mother still is a big gamer my father was a big gamer um and i pretty much gamed all my life and i can attribute a lot of my game knowledge and expertise to things that they taught me as a kid. And then, you know, obviously I stuck with those things uh, growing up throughout my life. And I have pretty clear memory of, you know, playing games with them. And those are the early one, earliest ones. Like I remember with my dad watching him play Dragon Warrior and not being able to read, read anything and getting stuck at get the stairs. Because, you know, like in that game there's a system where you have to go through the menu in order to interact with anything. And because I couldn't read, like, I couldn't interact with anything, so I I know I would bug him to be like, help me <laughs> with this, read this for me, and they'd be, like, actively annoyed, like, I don't have time for this, you know? But then, you know, <laughs> begrudgingly, eventually, they would, like, play with me, you know, so... <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, so,
0: yeah, so always the it's been the nes for me too is, um cuz i get actually i get yeah i had my nes i had the um duck hunt super mario brothers um track for mine yeah yeah that was my first
1: nice. so my mom,
0: that, that was a, it was a christmas present i got the whole set so i had the track pad i had the, the duck hunt gun and everything
1: Heck yeah! Oh. Yeah, I still have my light gun. I still have the uh, the orange and the gray one. I have both of them.
0: Oh, fancy! <laughs> I didn't. I, no. didn, I really saw. <laughs> I really saw the gray one. I only saw the <laughs> orange one. Yeah, yeah. All
1: right.
0: So, what is, what game did you last complete?
1: The last game that I completed uh, was the last game I. Beat for Sega Sunday, which was uh, Wonder Boy Three: The Monsters Trap.
0: Wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, tell me about that game. I don't. I don't think I've heard of that one. Oh.
1: Okay. Um. Yeah. No. It's really, really awesome. I. So, as a kid growing up, I didn't have a lot of experience with Sega games. I had a Master System, I had a Sega Master System, and that was the extent, other than like maybe my cousin having a Game Gear and a Sega Genesis. And I would see them play a few games here and there, but overall, I didn't have a lot of experience with Sega games. And so on my channel, I have Sega Sunday, and that is my opportunity to explore the Sega library. And have people suggest games to me or, you know, get to play things that I always wanted to play or just never heard of and never had a chance to play. So someone had recommended to me to play uh, Wonder Boy 3. And I was like, sure. I had seen a couple of people play it. And I thought the art style was really nice. And so I was like, okay, sure. So I started playing (laughs) it and was immediately hooked because... Of how beautiful the art style was, the music. Um, I love the color palette of the Sega Master System. The controls are really cool. There are multiple characters to play as, and it was a really fun and engaging game. And mm-hmm. I was determined to beat it. I didn't want to move on on Sega Sunday because usually I try to stick to one game until I beat it. And mm-hmm. I had been playing that game for months because there were a couple of bosses that were difficult. And I don't think it's like an overly difficult game. Like, it's not so difficult that, you know, like you're you're pulling your hair out like Ninja Gaiden or like Battletoads or whatever. <laughs> but it has a challenge. It has a little bit of a challenge, especially at the last boss. And I had a lot of fun playing it. Um, there's-, there's also a remaster that came out for the switch and my chat had told me about it and so i had went and bought it i didn't play it on stream per se like i played a teeny tiny bit just to show chat that i had gotten it but i had mostly played it off stream because i really wanted to see it, it was made by dot emu who is the same people who did um streets of rage 4 And the art style is absolutely incredible. It has like this one button touch where you can switch from the new graphics to the old graphics. And they added a girl and they took out like a a few other aspects of the game that it was like quality of life improvements that they did with the new version. And it has like this really cool like CRT filter and stuff like that. So I really, really loved it. I really loved it. But as far as the original it was just so much fun. Like the enemies like had really cool design and like the, the atmosphere, really, really cool design. Like everything about it was just really fun and charming. So yeah, that was the last game that I played (laughs) and and I thought it was a really great experience.
0: Okay. That sounds sounds interesting. I'm gonna have to look it up. Um, so, So what games are you playing right now?
1: Uh, so right now I'm playing through Mega Man 3, which I've never played through before. It's been really fun. And I'm playing through Paper Mario 64, the original, because I've never played through that either. And um, chat really loved the voices that I was doing as I was reading <laughs> some of the dialogue. And the dialogue is super, super fun and delightful. So I'm having a really good time with that. And like I said, on the GOG channel, I've been playing through Morrowind and I am so in love with that game. It's it's just such a a fun adventure. And I could see how people could like lose a lot of time and like get sucked in by like role playing and, you know, really getting into the story. So that's what I've been up to lately. And then every now and again, I'll do like an Amiga dedicated day where I'll just through the library and played through like some of chat's recommendations and through that I found a game that I really fell in love with called Agony where you play as an owl which is the owl that Psygnosis based their logo on and I couldn't, I was so blown away by this game. I I immediately became like, okay, I need to find the box for this. Like I need to go out and get this game in real life. So if I could get my hands on that game, man, that would be so great. But yeah, I really, (laughs) really, really love that stuff. So that's what I've been doing lately.
0: Okay. That sounds good. Had to catch up on your streams.
1: (laughs) It's a fun space. I, I really enjoy what I do.
0: Yeah, i I mean that's you're one of my favorite streamers so i had to i was like when i saw especially playing retro games um i i love that because it then i see all the retro games that you play it's like i've never heard of this i've heard of this i haven't heard of this like i've always wanted to play this
1: (laughs) yeah and i think that's the fun in what we do especially in the retro category that's the fun of what we do because There's so many games out there, right? Like it's going to be like damn near impossible to play all the games you ever wanted to play. But while I'm not playing the games that I want to play, I can watch people play the games that I've always wanted to play and watch their reactions to it and connect with them on that experience. Like, You know, one of my favorite people to watch, Macaw 45, I watched him play through Resident Evil 1. And normally I have attempted to play through Resident Evil 1. And it's a very difficult game for me to play because I get scared very easily. Like, I'm such a little weenie. I'm (laughs) such a scaredy cat. And I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. So, like, I was just going to like check it out while he was playing. I was like, I already know how this is going to affect me. I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch this or whatever. But what made it really fun was his reactions and Chat's reactions to his reactions. So, it was (laughs) like, I was like on the edge of my seat every time because it was just such a fun space. They made it fun. They took out, the, the, the parts of it that I didn't like, you know, which was a scary, like gory or like disturbing parts of the story. Like, yeah, they still happened, but they softened the blow to like all of those things that happened because then you could have a dialogue with somebody about it and learn things, you know, like that's the thing that I love about Twitch too is that when I'm having dialogue with my chat, a lot of people come from a lot of walks of life and know so much so they're sharing things that I didn't know or you know didn't think to want to find out and I really love that aspect of Twitch
0: yeah that isn't that is is really nice and speaking of speaking of scary that kind of leads into the next question Uh, have you ever had to stop playing a video a video game because it was too scary
1: yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh my <laughs> god, The game is ridiculous. I don't understand how kids love that game. I just don't get it. It's too much. It's too much. Like, yeah, the premise is like you're in like, uh, you know, a Chuck E. Cheese style place, and the characters are like over the top, goofy, like, but you know, like made characters of, you know, the Chuck E. Cheese franchise, and they're supposed to be like really scary versions of that. But it's the anticipation. And I guess as somebody who deals with anxiety, like it's the anticipation and not knowing and always that looming fear of they're going to pop up behind you or like you never know when they're going to pop up. And I hate it. I hate that feeling. (laughs) It's a very uncomfortable feeling. And, um, you know, like when I played it one time, I was just like, uh uh-uh, chat loved it, of course. They loved it. (laughs) But I was just like, uh, uh, uh-uh, no, no way, I can't, I can't do it.
0: Yeah, I definitely understand. this. um, it's not. It, it's scary. Some scary, Some games. Some scary games are like. I'd be looking. I'd be like, like, oh, that looks fun. It's like, but I can't play this. Yeah,
1: exactly, <laughs> exactly.
0: It's like, um, what was it? It was um, Resident Evil, um, seven. They had the, um, the. Uh, it was the pre. It was the pregame. It was like before, like everything, like before the uh, main story started. They had a section where mm-hmm. you could play um, with as a some reporter going through the house,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I was like, okay, I can, I can do this. It shouldn't be too bad. Let me tell you about anxiety. I was <laughs> like, I was, I was like, I was so freaked out. I was like, what's gonna pop out? Something's gonna pop out. What's that noise? Mm-mm, nope. I guess stop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly i don't get it man i don't get how people can play those games and then go to bed you know like it's like you know aren't you gonna get dreams aren't you gonna get nightmares don't you feel like the heebie-jeebies from that kind of stuff like my sister can play resident evil games and not even bat an eye and i do not understand <laughs> uh,
0: I, I don't i don't get it either i'll be i'll I'd just be like i'm like nope see and i'll be trying to put, watch people to, who play resident evil i'm like Mm -mm, no, I can't, no, I I have to leave the stream. (laughs) No,
1: thank you. Exactly.
0: So, on a lighter note for this, for the next question, how has a game storyline ever made you
1: cry? Oh, my God. Mother 3. Mother 3. I can't spoil anything about it because that's the entire you know that's the entire point of playing the game but right. yeah that story kind of stuck with me it kind of stuck with me, me and i was just like yeah i can't i can't with this uh it's it's really it's good and i think that's why it's good because you can really connect with the characters on a human level you can really connect with them on a human level so um i think that's what kind of Moved me with the game, so yeah, definitely wow. Mother Three for sure.
0: So that's that's part of the um, Earthbound series, right?
1: That's correct. Yeah.
0: I'm. I, I've been a game. I've been a gamer so, but there's so, like I said, there's so many games I just not have played. Like Earthbound is like Earthbound series is one of them. Yeah. Um, I was actually watching um, a live stream on Instagram from um, Kawaii Guy.
1: Um, yeah
0: he um john he was talking about he was showing his collection of um stuff from mother from mother three actually so yeah. i was like i was like i need to play this game because I, yeah. like, I see the characters are in um smash brothers and like i don't like i don't know who these characters
1: are <laughs> right 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 yeah no definitely if you have the time um i mean you know, I know RPGs are tough, especially in this, you know, day and age where it's like hard to commit to a game that's like, you know, 40 plus hours and stuff. But I would say, you know, if you have the time, check it out because they look totally like one thing. They have one style of art, you know, they have one artistic style, but the story is like something completely opposite of the visual storytelling like it's it's wow. really it's really an elegant well done game you know it's really really nice so yeah, definitely gotta check that out
0: yeah so this next question is um what is the first console you ever owned now for this question I, it's not not that you know you got it as a kid or something the first console that I'm gonna change it to the first console you that you bought yourself?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Uh, the first console I ever bought myself with my own money and no help from anyone else was, I believe it was my GameCube. Mm. Yeah. I, when I was working, I made my own money and bought that console myself Without anyone's help, GameCube and Animal Crossing, and I think I got Smash Brothers along with it. Awesome,
0: yeah. I I've never had that's the one console I did not no no that's, that's not true. Uh, this couple of consoles I have not owned, but GameCube was the one I did not get to get when it first came out.
1: Yeah, and
0: it's like I wanted it, but at the time. I had got my Dreamcast, which yeah. that was the first console I bought for myself. Okay, gotcha. was Dreamcast. Yeah. And so I had that. And then it was like all these other systems came out and then I didn't have any money.
1: <laughs> yeah. So. I don't think I bought it when it first came out, the GameCube. Like I think I had gotten it. Cause I think there were already because when I bought Animal Crossing, I think it was like the player's choice version. You know? So it was it like already like had been out for like a little, little while. Um, but I was like, yo, I really want to try this Animal Crossing game. It looks different. And that's the kind like I was always into games that were like different, you know, like Katamari and you know, like, like the games that weren't really like considered like the standard video game at the time, because like now it's easier to find games like that. Like now it's like, it's like a standard almost, but like back then, you know, like in the days of like GameCube, uh, like PS2, like all that kind of stuff, it's like if it wasn't a platformer, if it wasn't like an action adventure, if it wasn't like a puzzle game, you know, like there were. I don't think there were very many unique experiences like that. Like, and that's why, like when the, the DS dropped, like I bought rub rabbits and sprung and like all those games that had just came out with it when it was launched, because it was like, they were such different games than what I was used to thinking of at the time as a video game that I was like, Oh, I want to try this. Right. Yeah. And
0: then that's how, and for the longest until I found until I found Twitch. Um I was like stuck in a certain category of games where like I didn't go outside that bubble. And then I'm seeing all these games being played. I'm like, I need to I need to branch branch out more.
1: Which, oh heck yeah. I,
0: I got my which Persona 5 was my first RPG. So it was like it was like I've never played an RPG. And then I got hooked. So I'm like, I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, I, no, like I know I like RPGs. The now.
1: wonderful world of Super Nintendo RPGs. Uh, uh,
0: see and see that was when I was in my bubble with Super Nintendo. I had it was Mario, uh Super Mario World, Mario Kart, Super Mario Kart and um Killer Instinct and Street Fighter. Nice. <laughs> that was that was my realm. That's the where I stuck cuz that's what I knew how to play.
1: Yeah. So. All right.
0: I, you kind of answered this question earlier too. Um, who, what or who got you into video games in the first place?
1: Yeah. So I'll I can go into you know some more depth with that. So, like I said, I speak about this a lot. My parents were very big gamers. My mother still is a big gamer. In fact, the last time I spoke to her, she told me about how she was level eighty four in Elden Ring and how she. <laughs> Struck on playing the game every day and always wanting to find new things and, and, you know, get lost in the environment. And my father, you know, he, well, he passed in, in uh, G- um, July of 2020, but I, you know, um, he passed all of his, his video games and things down to me. But um, as a, as a kid growing up, we played so many games together, you know, he, he, showed me his Amiga and the NES and we played PlayStation games together. We used to play Overwatch together. We used to play Mario Kart. Like he was really big into um, Dragon Quest Builders. Like he built Westeros in Dragon Quest oh. Builders 2. Wow. Like a whole ass Westeros. Like he loved Minecraft. Um, uh, he really loved... Um, um, Mass Effect that was one of his favorite games he had the jacket the N7 jacket oh, and wow. he had like Mass Effect stickers on his car and he really really loved um, you know all of those those he loved Breath of the Wild he really loved Breath of the Wild you think I have hundreds of hours in, in that my dad <laughs> had easily like double or triple the amount of hours And he had all the Amiibo and he really loved Splatoon and Smash. He would constantly playing Smash Brothers, you know, and my mom, she really loved, you know, I remember as a kid playing, beating Eye of the Beholder with my mom and beating Dungeon Master with my mom and Final Fantasy Mystic Quest. I remember getting stuck in parts and then like being excited to tell my mom, like, I got past that part that we, that we um were stuck on. And then she'd be like, did you do it without me? Did you figure it out? Did you pass <laughs> the game without me? And I was like, no, I just got pissed at past that one part. And then she would still be mad that she didn't get to see it, you know? And um, you know, so, so many games, so many games. And, you know, when I think back to all of those experiences, and why I do what I do on Twitch. Because, you know, people always ask me, like, Ash, how do you do this all the time? Like, how do you remain so happy? How do you, like, stay true to who you are? And it's because when you when you meet me on my channel or, you know, join my channel and interact, like, you are getting – what you see is what you get. If you meet me, like, at TwitchCon mm-hmm. – Or in real life, down the street, at a restaurant, whatever. (laughs) You're getting the person you see on camera. Because video games games helped shape who I was, who I am. You know, through all of these experiences of playing video games, working in the video game industry. And, you know, like just growing up with this and having so many connections with my family. My grandmother plays video games, too. She loves oh, wow. Mario. Like she's beaten Mario, uh, like the Mario games on DS, Wii and Switch so many times. Like she'll text me and be like, Ash, I'm stuck at this place. What do I do? I'm like, I don't know, you pass me. I don't even know what to do. <laughs> and then she'll go on YouTube and find the answer and then figure it out herself. You know? So wow. this is a part of who I am. And I really love doing what I do. And I can be honest with my community about who I am and what I love because this is this is what i this is what i i love doing so you know i i have so much fun because i don't have to make up enjoying these games i don't have to pretend to be something else or do something else i do what i love and i play what i love and that's always what i will stick to so yeah like they the you know they they we we had a gaming culture in our household my uncles played video, video games everybody did so you know that's, that's uh, how I got started here with the video games <laughs> of my life.
0: <laughs> that's, that's, that's awesome. That is really awesome. So I have a difficult question for you. Okay. If video games didn't exist anymore, what would you do?
1: I mean, I have lots of other uh, talents and, and hobbies outside of video games. I really love art. I went to school for art for, for many years. years. Um, I love painting, I love drawing, I love watercolor, I love charcoal, I love going to the museum, I love looking at other people's art, I love learning about art. So um, that's something that I'm very passionate about. And that's why whenever I talk about video games, I'm always analyzing that aspect of it, the art and the music, because there's a lot of musicians in my family, too. I really love music. I don't play any instruments, but... um, attending live events and understanding, you know, music as a whole and like I really love musical theater. Um I always love dissecting games based on those attributes cuz it's something that that I'm very passionate about. Like especially musical theater. I went to Broadway shows when I lived in New York like Two, three times a week, there was a point in my life when I was going to Broadway, like, I've seen, like, almost every show that was playing. Wow. And I love, like, Phantom of the Opera, I saw that show 40 times. I loved it. I've been backstage many times, and I knew actors in the show at the time, and it's just, it was just something that brought me a lot of joy, and so... If I could get into like acting or learning how to sing or whatever, that's something that I would totally do. I also do graphic design. I went to school for uh, graphic design and advertising. Um, I, I really love branding. I love print production all of those things I'm like super passionate about. Like whenever I'm looking at video games, like I love looking at like how the box was made and what typography did they use and how did they, you know, what stylistic choices they made and like how did they advertise it? Like I love, you know, dissecting games based on, you know, some of those things. So those are some things that I really love to do. I I also have recently started to enjoy hiking and you know learning about mushrooms and like learning about plant life and stuff like that so I think that I would probably do those things and just be just be a happy person you've got to find happiness no matter where you go that that's really important to me is that uh whatever you decide to do in life that you control whatever the outcome is and it's your choice on whether or not you're going to be happy in life so that's what I choose to do (laughs)
0: That's actually pretty awesome. Uh, So, and so, gaming console preferences aren't anything. Uh, Xbox, PlayStation, PC, or Nintendo?
1: Yeah, I mean, I really love Nintendo. I, uh, like I said, grew up playing all of those games all of my life. There are some reasons why I would like another console over the other. Like, Xbox has really excellent multiplayer where you go online and you want to just create a room and play with your friends. It's incredibly easy. Whereas with Nintendo, if you want to do that, their system is a little bit clunkier, a little, a little less user-friendly, I believe. Um, But like if I am traveling, I really love having my DS in my pocket. That console I think has such an incredible library. There's so many different games and so much varied experience of games in that library so i really love that and you know playstation has a lot of final fantasy games that i really really love so and the controller i feel like the playstation controller i feel like is probably one of my favorite controllers in terms of ergonomics and and you know just how the game feels when you play it so yeah, there's a reason to like one over the other for for lots of different aspects, but I think overall like I'll always be a Nintendo fan.
0: Hmm. If they can mash all those together for you. Yeah. That would be the perfect console. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> I mean, I feel like Switch is probably the closest they've come to that magic of like being like the quote perfect console, but uh, the fact that there's like no really good like online service. I think is, like, what kind of hurt the system. But but it doesn't hurt oh, yeah. the system overall because, like, obviously the sales have been, like, absolutely mind-boggling, you know? So. Right. <laughs> All right.
0: So then, are there any games you're really bad at? Mm.
1: Uh, fighting games. I am so terrible at fighting games. <laughs> like especially Street Fighter-style fighting games where you have to do, like, you know, half like half circle movement on the d-pad i'm just really like out of practice when it comes to learning that style of thinking because that's how i kind of look at games too it's like how do you adapt your brain to the style of thinking that the game wants you to like develop and for me street fighter has always been super difficult um i don't know maybe it's just i don't know how to do the the button inputs and i'm just you know a type of person who just mashes you know i just mash and that's <laughs> what's fun yeah
0: i was about to say like I, I was like i used to be a masher yeah. so it came to especially um well with street fighter then with mortal Kombat, which i can't play it worth nothing <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I, I i try i try i bought i bought the latest mortal Kombat. i don't i really don't know why i yeah. bought it <laughs> Good, but I was like, I was like, oh, Mortal Kombat, I haven't played in a while.
1: Got to like, try, I'm, you know, you gotta, yeah. try.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was like, I tried. I was like, yeah, I'm still trash at it. <laughs> yeah. I I got I did get a little bit from button mashing in fighter games when Dragon Ball Fighters came out. Yeah. Um, I tried to learn to actually learn the buttons, do <laughs> yeah. the controls. Yeah. So, but with Street Fighter, I'm still trying to. I still button mash a little bit. And then final question, Uh, if you could marry any video game character, who would it be?
1: Oh, Link, of course. (laughs) (laughs) I love Link. He's the best.
0: Link in all all of his adventures.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: Uh, Just though, here's a random question. Did you ever... um... At least C. I don't know if you. I don't, I don't know about play, but the, that that Phillips Phillips version of the um of
1: Zelda. Oh, Phillips C D I version. No, I've never played yeah. it. The Wand of Gamelion
0: and whatever <laughs> the other
1: ones are. No, I haven't. I haven't. I'd love to try it, but I haven't.
0: Uh, I'm surprised actually. They don't have it somewhere. Where somebody they or like somebody modded where somebody you can play it. Yeah. So that is all the questions I do have for you. Is there anything else that you would like to add on?
1: Uh, no, we've covered a lot. I think that, uh, you know, I, thank you for having me on your show. Thank you for your time. Thank you for inviting me. Um, you know, I really, really love being able to share the Joy video games on Twitch. So I'm so glad that it allowed us to have this conversation. And um, yeah. You know, like I, I'm glad that I'm able to play video games and just talk about it and connect with people. So that's definitely my favorite aspect. So, thank you so much for allowing me to be on this show and for a lot of really great, great questions that, you know, people have never asked me. Some of these questions really made me think. So that was really fun. That's a fun conversation. Yeah,
0: coming up with questions was actually the easiest part. um, Mm -hmm. The the whole of doing this whole podcast. So. but I do appreciate you coming and being my first guest on the first episode. So I my do pleasure. appreciate that. My
1: pleasure. And
0: once again, this is Ash Said Hi. You can follow her on twitch.tv slash Ash Said hi.
1: Yep. And you can different- find me on uh, Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. And I usually stream on the GOG channel on Mondays. And I also create content for TikTok, Hover, Instagram, YouTube, and uh, you can stay up to date with everything I do on Twitter, everywhere at Ash Said Hi.
0: All right. Thank you once again. Don't remember to follow Ash Said Hi. And I do thank you again, once again, for being on the show. Thank you. All right. All right. Let's get into our game of the month. Triangle Strategy is the winner for this month. Um, most people are considering it a Final Fantasy Tactics Spiritual Successor. And then of course, Triangle Strategy is a tactical RPG that has multiple branching storylines. Um, if you don't think you're interested in playing it or if you think it's too hard, you can always try the demo and play through a couple of chapters to see how you to see and get a good feel of it. Um, and also, once you play that demo, if you decide to get the full game, it will trend the everything that you save saved will transfer over. So definitely check out Triangle Strategy um, when you can. And now let's talk about our streamer of the month, which we have to give it to our special guest today of Ash Said High. You can check her out on twitch.tv slash Ash Said hi, And definitely follow her on her social media handles, which is always, Ash said hi. Give her a follow. Give her a like on all of her social medias. We do appreciate her as being a guest today and being a pick for streamer of the month. Thank you for joining us today on the Gaming Temple Podcast, our first episode. I have been your host, Riso2. I'd like to thank Ash said hi for coming by and stopping through for our very first episode. And we'd like to welcome her back at any time. Once again, thank you for joining us. I have been Riso2. Once again, game on. And I'll see you next time.